0: That's a great way to get started is to leverage your areas of expertise and to bring value to other people. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd summer With me as always, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about you, Todd? I'm doing excellent, man. 2023 is rocking and uh, we're here, so it's good. Uh, hope your start of the 2023 is, is doing well. It's just crazy. Uh, another year is upon us, but we're going to take it and we're going to just, uh, we're going to make 2023 an awesome year.
1: Sounds good. I have an awesome start to my goals for the year already. Uh, The the hardest part, I think, is keeping it up and the consistency that's needed.
0: Yeah. Uh, I feel like a lot of times I get, and I'm sure some of our listeners get the same way, is this kind of like... Laziness a little bit between Christmas and New Year's, where you probably didn't spend quite as much time working. You're spending some time with family. Uh, Maybe you're like me and you went on a ski vacation and you're dreaming about skiing in the mountains still. And so, you know, 2023 comes around and you're like, I got to get motivated to get back to work, uh, get back, you know, going to hit my goals. I think that's a valuable. That's that. That's what's valuable about these goals, and some of the things that I write when I write my goals. And obviously, we talked about some of this stuff, but it's just you know why you're doing it. And so I think you know just digging into that. If you're, if you're finding yourself unmotivated for some reason, um, just like looking at your goals again, looking at your vision board, looking at like that type of stuff. And then uh, it's always good to be part of a group, right? And so I think uh, being part of a a mastermind or some site or some sort of group or hanging around with people that are kind of, you know, driven, driven to do something bigger than, you know, just work a W2 type of thing. Just, just driven to do something outside of the box and something with excellence. Uh, that's super valuable to getting yourself motivated. Um, it's it's for me, it's so cool to hear somebody else's ambitions and goals. It's like, yeah, I'm there with you. Like I want to, let's do it together. Right. So. Awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just depends. on Like, uh, the, your why has to come, f- you know, first and foremost. And it yeah, can't sure. just be like, "Oh, I want to make a lot of money." Well, what's the reason behind that? You got to have a stronger why than that.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty shallow why, but I mean, typically that doesn't that doesn't drive people. Or maybe it drives them for a certain amount, but then once you get that, you're that are you driven anymore? So, cool. All right, well, Matt, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to be talking about how to go full time as a real estate investor. Yeah. So. You know, it's, it's, I I was joking around with one of my buddies uh, the other day. You know, we're, we're trying to do this. We, we do this annual trip uh, to Montana to go skiing. And, and, uh, and he's like, I don't, th- I don't know if I can come this year because, uh, getting off of work. And I said, Oh, just quit your job, you know, jo- jokingly, right? Just quit your job. Who needs, who needs work anyways? Of course, then that begs it the question of, well, how do I afford to pay for it? Right. <laughs> but with that said, it's, uh, you know, it's something that I think, all right, I know it's something that he aspires to be able to do. And many other people aspire to be able to do is eventually maybe they don't even need to quit their job. I know plenty of people that like their job, but they just want to have their income from real estate, from a side business to replace their job income. So if they do decide to quit, or if they get injured or whatever, that they have this, you know, income coming in from their side business or real estate that can cover their, cover their expenses or more than cover their expenses, right? Replace their income. So, um, so yeah, let's dive in. How, How do you actually get to that place to quit your job?
1: And I think that can seem like a, a pipe dream to some, like, especially if you have no money to invest or you're just living paycheck to paycheck, like the idea to be able to just quit your job and, you know, live off your uh, real estate income is just yeah. like, what? That's imaginary. I, I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, so like, if somebody has no money, how do they invest in real estate?
0: Well, I think, so that's probably important, like first step, right? Let's just say you right now you're working your job. Maybe you have some money, maybe you have some some money to to, to do it, uh, to start, which is great. The more money you have, the easier it is to be able to buy some properties, right. And get moving. But if you don't have money or don't have enough money, well, how do we get going? Okay. And so I, there's, there's a lot of different ways. I think it starts with just like, first of all, first first things first, we talk about this all the time. You just got to get educated. Like you can't just, you can't just dream about like, Oh, I'm going to become this full-time entrepreneur, full-time real estate investor, whatever it is. And, and just, it's not going to just happen if you dream, right? And dream happens because you start to take action on that dream, right? You're, you're driven motivated and taking action. And that's part of this, you know, what we just already talked about, Matt, with this goal setting and the vision and just really understanding why you're wanting to do this, what's your motivation for it. And you're going to be able to do a lot more if you have the correct alignment in your motivation. But I think for somebody who doesn't, who is lacking money, and, and quite frankly, almost everybody is, right? Most people, even if they've got a half a million dollars, you're going to run out of that half a million dollars really quickly after you start buying some real estate. It's not going to get you to be able to retire with just a half a million dollars. So you're going to have to figure out how do we continue or how do we spread that half a million to where it works like it's 2 million or 5 million, right? So we have to figure out ways to be creative. So first of all, education, right? Educate yourself into what asset type, what you're, you're going to do right? Um, if, if, are you wanting to be a a multifamily guy like myself, are you wanting to be a commercial guy? Uh, are you a guy or gal? Um, are you wanting to buy single families, duplexes, triplexes, that type of thing? Are you wanting to flip houses, wholesale houses? What what are you wanting to do? And maybe it's, Hey, I want to, um, I want to own multifamily, but I'm not there yet, so here are the steps I'm going to take, right? And so that's that's what we have to break down. And, and I can't go through all the ways, Matt, because there's so many ways to get started. But the first thing is you have to understand, what what's your vision? What does that look like? Okay. And all right, so then we can start breaking down. How can I possibly get there without having a ton of money? So it's just talking, Matt, with the guy... Uh, yesterday. And he now owns a hundred houses. He owns a hundred houses. And it wasn't because he was super rich. It didn't start because he had a ton of money. He had some money, but he didn't have a ton of money. What he figured out is what he was really, really good at. And then he brought in some partners to do the rest. Okay. So he figured out he was really good at sourcing the money. Okay. So he could really find He could find investors. He could find the loan. He was actually a mortgage broker. And, and quite frankly, he'll be on one of our podcast episodes in a couple of weeks. So I I interviewed this guy, so I don't want to give away his whole story, but um, it's going to be a great episode to listen to. If you're going, how do I quit my job? How do I get started with no money? That's an episode. It'll uh, air. I believe, I believe it'll be in two weeks from, um, let's see here. So no, it'll be next week. Sorry. It'll be next Monday. It'll be airing. Um, I believe I'm like almost 90, 99.2%. Sure. Uh, but you call the shots, Matt. So uh, <laughs> okay. you know, I don't want to say that. Uh, but if it's not next week, it, you know, everybody who's listening, if it's not next week, it's the week after. And so you need to listen to that episode. I think it's going to be excellent for anybody wanting to do that, but you know, he took what he was good at, and he created value there for other people. And that's how you need to look at yourself. What am I good at? What can I add value to? Is it, is it sourcing the capital, whether it's on the equity or debt side? For him, it was both, right? Is it, is it the renovations? Am I really good at maybe I'm a contractor I and mean, just really good uh, uh, with my hands uh, and being able to do that type of thing or just really good managing people? Right, maybe it's a, you're not even a contractor, but you're really super good at managing people, and so you can manage a project really, really well. Um, you know, maybe you can find the deals. Maybe you're a realtor. Uh, maybe you just know how to source deals, and so you you can bring the deals to the table. So there's many different ways that you can bring value in to other people, right? And and Matt, a lot of people will in multifamily, you know, I I want to get started in this. And I've coached a lot of people, Matt, and they i have seen people do it various different ways. One is to raise capital for other people's deals. So they bring in money. Okay. So they bring in money and they get a part of the equity. Now you got to be careful because there's some legal uh, issues with just bringing money in and getting paid based on that. So you want to make sure you're talking to attorneys of course, with all of this, you really want to make sure you're setting up good partnerships and talking with attorneys, but, um, but that's, that's one way it, with multifamily. Another way with multifamily is, uh, well, I've got a perfect example. Here's a person that didn't bring a deal. Okay. Um, they didn't bring the deal. They didn't bring the money. I mean, they brought some money into it, but they didn't bring the deal. They didn't bring the money. They didn't. They didn't uh they didn't do it most traditional way, but this person was super well organized, super well organized had the systems processes underwriting really understood all of that stuff extremely well. and that's how they created enough value to get a part of the partnership. And now because they are that good at creating that creating enough value, now they are getting a lot of equity, for that portion, uh, for, for what they're doing. Right. And so now they've created a real true partnership because they were able to add the value, you know, the first deal, maybe not as much equity, the second deal, third deal, all of a sudden, boom, they're, they're in the money now and able to very quickly, uh, or very soon likely will be able to quit their job if they want to. And again, that's not everybody's motivation not to quit their job, but, um, that's that's a great way to get started, is to leverage your areas of expertise and to bring value to other people and partner.
1: So it uh, starts by having a vision, and uh, that might be a changing and evolving vision uh, as you go on. But you know, an idea of like where you want to end up and, and why that's important to you, and then the education piece, uh, whether you're getting free books from the library or. Uh, webinars or conferences, whatever, you know, educating yourself on the options out there and then, you know, get an, a niche, uh, one asset class, and then a specific role within that asset class and become, a, you know, very valuable to other people in that sense. And that way you can start building up from there. And then at what point do you you know decide like, okay, I'm at a point where I can quit my job and, and go full-time as a real estate investor?
0: Yeah. Well, let's, let's hold that second question. Okay. Let, or let's hold that question for a second. I want to talk about just some other types of ways to get going mm-hmm. without any money. And there's many, by the way, we're not, again, we're not going to cover every single one of them, but I think uh, in this market as things shift, and I think right now we're in this discovery market where sellers still want the prices that they used to get buyers aren't willing to pay that. So we're in this kind of discovery market, but that that'll shake out here. Uh, But right now I think it's a good time to be thinking about, can we get creative with our deals? And so how can I buy with no or very little money down? And that's with some seller financing options, you know, sellers are potentially going to be your bank or At least part of your bank so there's a lot of different ways and people can i don't want to go through a ton of details on it because it's it's a whole podcast episode itself but you can buy a property subject to that means subject to a a, a mortgage that's already there of course you got to go through the banks and all this stuff again all this stuff get attorneys involved because you can do it either illegally on accident a lot of times or legally and do it on purpose. Let's do everything legally on purpose. Because if you do it illegally, then something catches up to you. Uh, you know, I don't I don't want to be in jail. Matt, do you want to be in jail?
1: Uh, you know, that's an interesting offer, but I'm gonna pass on this.
0: I'm gonna stay out or at least do my dang best to stay out of d- jail. So I am gonna do everything with attorneys to make sure that we're doing things right. So Subject twos, there's uh, just straight seller financing, right? That may, maybe you can get by with a seller that doesn't have a mortgage on the property at all. And you can give them like a 5% down payment, or you can renovate the house and you're adding enough value to the house where you don't even need a down payment. Maybe you put some of the, I've, I've done it in the past where I've put some put my renovation funds or part of my renovation funds into an escrow account where if I default on loan, then the seller can take that money and take the property back. So that was a creative way for me to get in with nothing down or very little. In those cases, I did put some money down, but you might be able to get it with no money down. Um you know, so so there's ways we also do it to where we've also done it to where the uh, seller becomes our investor. Okay. So the seller now is a shareholder. So they're one of our investors. Let me disclose this to our lender to make sure they're okay with it. But the seller is leaving some of their profit in into the deal. And then they're getting their preferred returns and all that kind of stuff. Uh, out of the deal. So they're, they're an equity investor. And so we're being creative those ways to try to get the seller to allow us to come to the table with a, with a little bit less money down. So those are, those are ways to get into a deal. Uh, The other way is, you know, look, you need to generate income somehow because you, maybe you aren't partnering with people, you can't find the right partners, whatever it might be. So go in and wholesale houses. Find houses that are a, a discount, put them under contract, and then sell them for a higher profit to other investors, maybe homeowners, whoever it might be. So you can wholesale single families, you can wholesale apartment buildings, you can wholesale land, you can wholesale all kinds of different stuff. And then the last one um, that I'll, I'll mention is flipping houses, flipping properties in general. So buy a property, do a little bit of work to it, and then sell it for a greater. Greater profit, right? And so that's going to generate cash. And you, as you as you do enough of those, then you'll have money to start to buy rentals. And that that's kind of really honestly, what I did, right? I mean, I would buy and flip. I'd flip, you know, two, three, four houses, and then I would take those profits and I would put them as a down payment for a rental property, and I just continue to roll like that.
1: Nice. I mean, and I also want to say to your point, it, uh, regardless of how much money you have, if you keep buying you know, real estate, eventually you run out of your own money and you have to use other people's money. So if you have no money now, just start using other people's money.
0: Yeah. So you got to get creative and you got to figure out how you can get in with less of your money. Because like you said, eventually the money runs out if you want to continue to grow. Okay. So Ask do you ask that question again about uh, quitting your job? Yeah, so uh,
1: you know how do you know when you're at the point where you can quit your job and go full time as a real estate investor?
0: Yeah, obviously it depends on you, right? It depends on your scenario. So for me, I just waited till my income was replaced and then some, right? But I wasn't making that much money. I was making three thousand dollars as a teacher, so it didn't take that much to, to get $30,000. And my wife continued to work. So she continued to work. She was, she was the breadwinner. And, uh, I had these properties and actually allowed us to live on her income and then take my, anything I made and reinvest in the business. So we just kept, kept on reinvesting, 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 rolling that capital boom, one deal after deal after deal. And I wasn't taking money or very little here and there. We would maybe grab 10 grand from the business or something like that. But for the most part, year after year after year, I'm taking, you know, anywhere from zero to maybe $10,000 at the most and allowed us to grow really quickly uh, doing that. So if you can stay in your job or you've got a spouse or partner or somebody that can help pay the bills. Um, man, that is a way to grow very quickly, allow you to exit your job a lot quicker and go full time.
1: That's a key point. I think a lot of people miss out on when their income grows, their expenses tend to grow. They buy a nicer yeah, car, better don't, house, don't whatever. Uh, right. But you kept, you know, you, you continue to live within your means and then the extra money you're making, rolling that over to let it to grow versus just spending it right away.
0: Yep. Matt, when I tell people how much, uh, how much money, my, my household budget, like how much money we spend a year is, is laughable. Like most people that are most people that make a lot less money, a lot less money than what we make. They spend double or triple what we spend, you know? so, We still, to this day, haven't gone out and done a lavish lifestyle. Now, we like to travel. That's where we spend probably the majority of our, you know, call it free money, uh, play money, whatever you want to call it. That's where we spend the majority of it. But we're also very frugal travelers. Anybody who's ever traveled with us or who wants to travel with us would understand that we're going for the cheap uh, Airbnb. We're we're not going to stay at the... You know, fancy resort. We went to Mexico and we rented a car for super cheap. You know, it was like $10 a day or something like that. And we drove away from the resorts and we're staying at these hotels that we're getting, you know, a good price on. No, they're still nice hotels. We're not staying at the dingy cockroach inn, but we're figuring out ways to cut our budget and our expenses. And we're eating out at restaurants that we're not at the resorts and so we're spending way less money and the food is probably by the way way better uh and the culture is way cooler so we're figuring out ways how we can get our vacations done for cheaper and that, that's just who we are now i'm not telling everybody you have to be as as you know frugal as i am uh but i do think it's super important if you one of your goals is to quit your job or have financial freedom you have to figure out how to lower your expenses. Still have a good time. Still do things. Don't be a slave to you know your job and don't, don't have to do nothing, but figure out ways how you can save some money. Instead of going out to eat, maybe invite some friends over for dinner, right? Uh, don't go out. Don't go out. Don't spend money on a lavish meal. Instead, in, invite some of your friends over and cook some burgers on the grill or, you know, put a, put a roast in or something like that. Like how much more fun is that anyway than going out to dinner? Probably a lot more to hang out at home, you know, play a couple of yard games, do something like that. Like that's, that's how you save a little bit here and there and uh, still have a good time.
1: Yeah, I agree. Although I wouldn't be playing too many yard games right now here in Minnesota, but
0: you know, you might lose anything (laughs) you're playing with, uh, Unless uh, you got to have some stuff that's bright yellow so it doesn't get lost in the snow.
1: Yeah. Throw some bags and oh, no, gonna, not going to see them till spring. Right, right.
0: Yeah. So uh, anyways, yeah, I, I, you know, live below your means, obviously. And, and just, but here's the deal. I, I think you have to understand what your expenses are and uh, what, what, so ex- understand what your expenses are. Make sure that your income in real estate in your business can replace those expenses or make sure you have enough of a runway to where you can get your income up. I mean, I I, I don't encourage that one as much, but if you're younger, especially if you're single or married without kids, I guess is more importantly. Uh, if you don't have kids, you know, if you've got a little bit of a runway there uh, with some some reserve funds, you could definitely quit your job before you're replacing your expenses with passive income or with income, I should say. Awesome. Yeah, gotta be careful with that one though.
1: That's where, yeah, you don't want to run out of expenses, and you're like, okay, I guess I'm uh, getting another job again.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so look, it, it's it's doable. It's it's definitely. Um, a lot of dedication and a lot of hard work. And uh, you don't want to sugarcoat that. I mean, it is what it is, but I think anybody that wants to do it can do it. And I think anybody that really wants to do it and puts the effort into it can do it in a fairly short period of time. And I'm not talking like six months or six days or anything like that, but you can do it. I think anybody can do this in less than five years. And if they put their time and the energy and the effort into it, I, I, even, even working a full-time job, even with a wife and kids or husband and kids or a uh, husband and dogs or whatever, you know, even with a busy life uh, you, I think anybody can do this in five years if they put, or less, if they put the time and the energy and the effort into it and still maintain the relationships they want to maintain.
1: I absolutely agree. Yeah. So,
0: Cool, man. Uh, What did we miss? I'm sure we missed some things, but anything that sticks out in your mind that we missed, um, you know, how do you, how do you quit your job and and get going full-time?
1: Well, like if you're in a relationship, you definitely want to have that conversation with your your spouse or your significant (laughs) other to to make that planned out. You don't want to surprise them.
0: (laughs) And by the way, I don't think they need to be 100% on board and like in the business with you. so I think they need to be on board enough to where it's not gonna you know uh, ruin the relationship and cause that you know unless unless that's what you're looking for but um, I, I think they need to be on board enough to be able to support right to be able to say you know what I'm not in love with this idea but if this is where you want to go i'm I got your back right I think that that but I don't think I, I get people that are like how do you get your how do you get your spouse? You know, in the business or excited about this stuff. And I say, we, you don't, you don't have to like your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, you know, whatever it is, they don't have to have the same vision and dreams as you. It doesn't, my wife does not have the exact same visions and dreams as myself. Like we don't talk, uh, that's not something we go through. Like we don't go through like, hey, he, here's where my business is going, and and she, and she doesn't say, yeah, that that sounds great, that's what we want to do, no, but she fully supports me, and she's a, my like my biggest supporter, right? She's she's my biggest fan. She's she's the one that I know she's got my back at any time, and if I say I'm gonna go do something, even if she's like, oh, she's gonna go, I support you, right? I trust you. And that's what you want. You want somebody that trusts you, that supports you, and that can just have your back, right? I don't think they need to be your partner. They can be. They don't need to, though. They don't need to say, yeah, real estate's the coolest thing ever. My wife doesn't even have a clue about half the things that happen. But she supports me, and she trusts me, and that's what matters.
1: Very good. So, I yeah. I also want to say that uh you know the, the education piece it's not just in the beginning it should be ongoing as well so oh, you're attending yeah. conferences yeah. or other types of events like you've got that awesome event oh, in a couple it's... weeks about uh the economic uncertainty and where real estate is heading on yeah. uh, January 25th.
0: Yeah people need to attend it you know if you're if you're local to you know the Twin Cities or can get here you know within a, a short period of time I get you to go and att- attend it right it's north star unlimited um, dot net
1: dot live
0: dot dot live dot live sorry north star unlimited dot live um, and matt you're putting that in show notes i'm absolutely yep but i think yeah and and look we don't make any i'm not making any money on this you know by you know nobody's making money on this so this isn't a money generator it's it's something that we enjoy doing and we want to pass down some information to people. And uh, we benefit in in ways outside of just the monetary value. So, uh, but I think whether you attend the lunch or whether you attend another conference or whatever it is, I think you need to do it. You know, I'm speaking at the Minnesota Real Estate Journal uh, apartment summit, and that's coming up here in just, uh, I think it's next week actually. That's an awesome event, right? There's going to be a ton of information given out there. You need to be a part of those things if you want to make changes.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Cool. Um, anything else? No, I think that's it for today. All right, man. Well, hey, you have a fantastic rest of day. Make every day Saturday. Thanks, you too. need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to Venture D. Properties.com, and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.